The statistics are stunning. According to Gallup, 85% of people worldwide say they hate their job in the sense that they say they're disengaged. Maybe they hate the boss or there's no appreciation of the work that they do or the corporate atmosphere is really poisoning, could be anything. So this takes place everywhere in the world. People are just not having a good time at work. And what could they be thinking about? Maybe they're thinking about starting their own business. Uh, In the US, two thirds of people say they want to open their own business. When you mix disengaged workers with dreams of entrepreneurial freedom, what do you get? The debate over if, how, and when to quit your job. Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Lane, and this is your podcast if you're thinking it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business. This is episode 44, the quit your job decision. Okay, first, my big, big disclaimer on this. We're going to be talking about the idea and the buildup to quitting your job. It's not about running out today and leaving your family high and dry because you decided you're going to just quit without thinking about it. There is an opportunity in the world enhanced by globalization and technology for basically everyone to start a business at their fingertips, right? A few clicks of your laptop, you could be up and running. There's tools and resources available. A lot of it's available for free. So many things that allow you to get started. And you probably know you're a neighbor or friend or workmate who has a side hustle. And maybe they're making a dollar or maybe they're making $100,000 extra a year. Who knows? There's so many opportunities right now. So you want to be thinking about it as you start to make that decision going towards whether or not you want to be full-time as an entrepreneur working in your nine to five. Maybe you start working weekends and evenings on your side hustle, trying to see if it's viable. You'll start taking training courses, reading some books, attending conferences, learning about content, about systems, about how to grow revenue. And then you start to realize like, okay, okay, it's viable. It's a possibility. I can run my own business. But the terror sets in Mm -hmm. because... Most people who want to start a business cite two looming issues, finances and fear. And the two are kind of tied together, right? Finances is that end of money coming in while there's money going out. This, this is the biggest obstacle for so many people to get started is how do you walk away from your paycheck and then be spending money on a business that you're the one who believes in it. And without being able to determine or account for those expenses, people just don't get started. The other big thing is fear in general, not just the financial fear, but the fear of failure. What if it doesn't work out? Everybody will laugh at me. They'll say, I told you so, all that type of thing. So people don't want to make a decision because you know, you're fearing the outcome will, will just not suit your plans. Your plan is to have a big business and have lifestyle freedom, and it might not work out that way. So if you're one of those people and you're, you're disengaged at work, you know that much, and you want to start a business, you know that too, but you're afraid because of the finances and just overall fear in general, here are some things to think about to help you pull back from that and really get seriously discussing with yourself and your partner and your family whether or not you want to go full-time into entrepreneurship. The first thing, solve the finances first. So that's always the thing that gets people tripped up is the money idea that there's just not enough money to be working on a 
business full time. So if you think through and solve your financial issues first, then you can start to be prepare yourself. You can get yourself a, a decent financial cushion before quitting your job. Or you could be less concerned because you figured out other ways to manage your money. So having a sense of managing the money first before you do anything will help you, well, will help you with your fear. You can start earning more. So maybe you have a side hustle already and you're, you should take that money, which is all new money, so to speak. It's not your wages and put that back into investing in the business. So you put that money aside and that whatever's coming in from your side hustle, you're going to invest that in your future, being able to walk away from your nine to five. You also could just put it into um, investment capital, into the equipment and things like that that you're buying for the business. So you're already one step ahead before you actually start working on the business full time. You've actually built the business foundational piece of it by getting the equipment or anything else that you wanted to have for it. Another way to start earning more is, of course, just to get a second job. Um, maybe some of you already have a second job. So you're thinking that would be a third job, but you could be doing something to earn. Again, this is to earn more money that you can put away so that you can walk away from your nine to five until you can work on your business full time. And if you're working a second job, then you're probably not spending as much as you're not going out on the evenings and the weekends and so on. So you're giving yourself sort of a double benefit there. You can also just spend less. So you can earn more or you can spend less. You can cut back on expenses. Look at your discretionary expenses like the movie nights. And I know that's a tough one to give up. Um, you buying the, you bought the latest electronics. You're buying the latest kitchen appliances. You, if you're serious about getting your business started, if it's really what you want to do, you want to cut back so that you can have that money. You can drop that fear of not having enough money because you start saving, earning more or spending less. You can also downsize. This is a bigger issue, obviously, if you have a family. But if you look at your current living expenses, and if you're serious about thinking like you're going to be quitting your job coming up, and if you're in a big house in the burbs or something like that, and you basically did what all full-time professionals do and set yourself up in the sort of American dream vision of life, and now you're thinking, ah, it's maybe not what I want to do. I really want to work on my business. I want to do that full time and maybe travel the world or something like that. So maybe the house you're in is not the one that you would be using to take your business forward. Now, again, if you have a family, <laughs> it's not a good idea to sell the house out from under them and say you're off to start a business. Um, you have to talk through the plan with your partner and your family and decide what kind of sacrifices you want to make. Maybe you have a, a lifestyle dream of living overseas. So selling the house and going abroad is, is truly an option for you. Maybe you've already discussed it. And you, so you would have that money to do it. So you calculate how much money you need, how much money you want to retrieve through selling your assets, like the house, the car, the furniture, and things like that. You got eBay, you got Craigslist, you could figure out what prices things are going for. And you may be surprised after downsizing how little you actually need to live on once you're focused full-time on the business and not doing the extra things. You don't need the extra equipment and things that are lying around the house. You can also relocate. It's sort of similar to selling the house, of course. You sell the house, but you instead of going abroad, you just go to a lower cost area of the country or, well, or anywhere in the world, frankly. So if you're selling your property and you're liberated from your mortgage, you can go anywhere. And there are obviously other parts of a country as big as the U.S. There's plenty of parts that are more affordable than the, than the, the, various, the two coasts. Um, if you're going to work online, all you need is reliable Wi-Fi. So that would be the thing you're looking for. 
And again, if you have a family, you have to work it out and figure it out. Um, but you, if you're in a different place, you also don't have the distraction of, uh, let's say, other family or friends constantly dropping by and wanting to be, you know, chatting with you or something like that. If you go off and isolate yourself in some low-cost area to live, again, it's, it helps in two ways. It gives you the privacy and the quiet that you need to work on your business, and it helps you with your costs. All that said, pay off your debts. The other thing you don't want hovering over you if you go full-time into your business is you've got lingering debts, school loans, car loans, credit cards, not just a mortgage, but all the other debts as well. Because if you're trying to run your business and you don't know how much money is going to be coming in every month and you don't know what kind of expenses you're going to have, but you do know that you've got regular payments that have to be made and that's always out there that you're going to have to address that. You don't want to get started on the business and then find out, you know, a couple of months later down the line that you don't have enough to cover your debt payments. And then you have to go back to work because you're missing, you know, you're going to ruin your credit or you're going to have other issues if you don't pay the debt payments. So you want to get rid of those debts, especially things like credit cards, get those out of the way. And the things that were mentioned earlier, like earning more, spending less, that could be done as part of getting rid of your debt as well. So the whole idea is to give you that sense of at least some level of financial freedom to pull that fear of starting your own business out by at least addressing the issue of money. Know how much you need to live. So as you start building your business nest egg, you have to decide how much money you need to live off of each month going forward that you're working on the business. And make sure you include the business expenses like your website hosting fees, your email management software, cloud storage, conference fees, that type of thing. Include all that in your calculation. So it's not just the household expenses you have right now, but it's the expenses of running the business as well while you're building it. And all those reoccurring fees, some of them occur on an annual basis, so make sure you account for that. Put that on the calendar if you have a big payment due at a particular time. So make sure you actually understand how much you need. Address then how you're going to get to that money so that when you actually walk away from your job, you're feeling secure that you've got the financial issues sorted out and now you can focus just full-time on the business. So the other sub piece of the fear factor is, of course, the fear of failure. You make all these sacrifices, you make all these changes, you do all these things, you walk away from the nine to five, and wow, you now you have to address that fear of failure head on because you have put yourself out there. And you always hear that statistic that most new businesses fail, but you don't hear the other statistic about most new entrepreneurs. And I don't know what the answer is. I just always wonder, you know, we talk all the time about serial entrepreneurs and people who will start a hundred businesses and they'll get one that works. That's a statistical thing, right? The number of businesses that fail may not equal and probably does not equal the number of entrepreneurs who started the business. There's probably fewer entrepreneurs. So what is the percentage of entrepreneurs that are successful? It doesn't matter how many businesses they start. When are, you know, if they're successful, when they hit that one, they don't give up, that that should count. So you should think about that. You are getting into this as somebody who is has a business idea that you've thought through and it's viable and you know it can work. So how are you going to then pursue it right through and not sort of let talk yourself out of it because of that general statistical thing that's floating out there that there's some, some level of failure.
Now, part of that fear of failure, of course, comes from within you. It comes from, you know, your own ideas and what you think you're capable of. And a lot of it comes from other people as well. So often the fear of failure is driven by other people, friends and family who are afraid also. They're afraid the same way that you're afraid. They don't like to take risks and they're looking at what you're doing and thinking that's just too risky. So their own fear is manifested in objecting to your decision and objecting to your behavior because they are wanting to protect you. And it may be, seem like an insult to you and it's discouraging and something and so on, but it is fear. That's, that's really what it comes down to. So, and it, it's fear both ways, directly for you, but also sort of a fear of how they themselves function in the world. Some people don't want to see others, let's say, getting away from where they are in life. So you have to believe in yourself. <laughs> this is what it really comes down to. You're going to hear background noise from various people. That's just what happens. That's how people behave. But if you believe in yourself and your business idea, then you're able to drown out the, the fear of others and focus on your personal courage to live the life you really want. You're making this decision because you really want to start your own business and be independent and self-sufficient and manage your own schedule and have lifestyle freedom. And you can ignore people because you're going to do the work that gets you to your business dream. So you can hear them in the background, but you can ignore them. Don't address it. Don't follow up. Don't spend time arguing with people because that's only taking time away from you actually running the business. Actions speak louder than words. So if you're focused on your business and you are working through your idea and you've got your plan and your strategy and you're going forward, you're going to have an opportunity. You've given yourself an opportunity to be successful with your business. And that's going to be your re response to everybody who's negative about the decision that you've made. So it's incremental steps. You begin to overcome fear by taking those measurable steps towards your goal, concretely addressing your financial issues, and deciding how you want to handle the fear within and the fear around you. You can focus on reading and understanding more about your product and service and industry and how you want to deliver to the global marketplace. That helps build your confidence and your knowledge. And, and then you build your strategy and you come up with your action plan. And before you know it, you're running your business consistently and the fear starts to dissipate. So make that start. Give yourself a chance. Do one thing today towards getting your business started. And it doesn't mean quit your job because that's my disclaimer that that's not the idea to just run out and quit. The idea is to work through your plan that you've got an idea in your head about how you're going to do it. You've conquered your fears. You have a strategy. You've talked to family if you have to. And you've partnered in life if you have to. You've figured that out and then you go forward. But you can start today on those steps, leading you towards that bigger one about whether or not you want to quit your job and go full-time on working on your business. Of course, as your business is more and more and more successful, then it becomes obvious when you're ready to quit. But it's that early stage when you're trying to decide whether or not you want to get more of your hours back now so that you can work on the business and push it further along faster. Make the decision you want to start begin moving in that direction. If you have business ideas in your head and you know you are an entrepreneur or you want to be an entrepreneur, now is the best time to get started. 
because you can actively participate in the high-tech global marketplace delivering value to consumers who want or need your product or service. So remember the number one decision to make if you're still a entrepreneur is just to get started on your business. Once you've made the decision, you find yourself operating in the broader global economy and there's plenty of tools and resources to support you. So you move forward with no excuses. Be efficient, be consistent, be persistent, and start your business today. This has been episode 44 of the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, The Quit Your Job Decision. If you want to learn more, keep up with the Ready Entrepreneur world, read blogs for rising entrepreneurs, access video training, download helpful PDFs, find resources, and sign up for the mailing list so I can keep you up to date with tips and ideas and strategies, giveaways, and other cool stuff. Visit readyentrepreneur.com. Let me know your questions and topics you'd like covered in the podcast. You can send an email to contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. If you enjoyed this content, please subscribe, tell a friend, leave a comment, let me know your feedback. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane.